today's witch word of the day. I'm excited for this because I've been watching this show. Come on. I've been watching this show called Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. It's an anime. And nice. one of the things they use in it is a stand. This is something I'd never heard of before. I think it's original to Jojo's. But a stand is a visual manifestation of life energy. In other words, the manifestation of the soul of the user. So basically, like, this spirit comes out of the person, and the spirit has its own, like, characteristics, like, they're their own thing, and they can, like, fight each other or affect the physical world. It's pretty freaking cool. It's pretty cool. It kind of reminds me of, like, Legend of Korra when she merged with the, the, what's his face, the the spirit, and she became, like, a giant Korra. Okay, I never watched that, but okay. There was a game, I think it was PlayStation 2, I think it was Okami or Okagi, where like you had basically a stand, a spirit that was connected to you, like your shadow was a demon, oh. and it would fight things with you. Oh, neat. And that's yeah. like Kingdom Hearts with Ansem and his his little guard, his little dark Touché. guard. yeah. <laughs> it always comes back to Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> you haven't even read that? Wait, what are you doing with the book? So he has the confidence to finish the story. Hear now the words of the witches. This is Kevin, and welcome to Words of the Witches, the Charmed podcast that will guide you through the lesser-known published material in the Charmed universe and decide how it fits into the grand narrative of the TV series. Kevin, what's up? It's Brian Krause! Hey guys, Brian Krause. Uh, give it a shout out to the podcast Words of the Witches. If you haven't listened yet, tune in. They're covering everything from charm novels and comics and everything that you can imagine. Uh, and, you know, there's a little spot on there that uh, kind of dear to my heart. Uh, tips for future white lighters. Uh, I think my tip is if you have a dream, work for it as hard as you can and never give up on it and it can happen it will happen if you believe you believe you believe uh this life isn't handed to anybody we can go get it whatever we dream of whatever we wish for it can happen uh so never give up uh and go make life happen it's too damn short man too damn short another tip for future white lighters uh love yourself Love yourself like your life depends on it. We can't rely on anyone loving us, our family, our friends, or anybody. You must love yourself first, and then that will give you the opportunity to love others with open arms and unconditionally. So love yourself, believe in yourself, and anything can happen. Uh, that's a tip from one white lighter to another. It's, it's hard, I, I don't always love me. Uh, it's a daily practice. I gotta remind myself uh, constantly that uh, I'm grateful, grateful for this life, grateful to be here, grateful that I'm uh, a white lighter. <laughs> uh, being grateful for what you have uh, is uh, a clear path to uh, accepting yourself and accepting everything that's happened and uh, being able to go forward. Kevin, all my best. Sending my love. Uh, keep working on those guns like I'm working on mine. They're little pea shooters. Uh, but I hope to see you again soon. And uh, much love. Peace. Well, hello. <laughs> 
Welcome to Words of the Witches, episode 64. We're covering issue 16 today. Yes, I'm Kevin, your resident charmed resource. And I'm Sean, and I just love comic books. (laughs) So today's a big day because an important character returns. But before we talk about that, (laughs) we have poll results. (laughs) I love polls. Yeah, polls are great. These are this was a this was a very interesting one because last week I asked if you had magical children, would you bind their powers? The options were yes, just until they're old enough to control them, or never. Magic is a gift, so people could choose between those. Who? Do, what do you think is the winner? I think more people agreed to bind the powers. Okay, so on Instagram. Thirty-seven percent at fifty-six votes said yes, bind them. Oh, which means sixty-three percent, ninety-seven votes said never. Magic is a gift. Wow. Well, they didn't read this comic where Tam is basically burning down the house. So right. <laughs> um, but people did send in some comments about these, which is okay. Fun. Okay. And, <laughs> um, that's and that's just on. Instagram. So I'll read the Instagram comments first, and then I'll read the Twitter ones. So J3Lion says, yes, but still tell them they're magical. Side-eye grams. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, Clark Felix, who is a great artist he's actually he draws a lot of summer's podcast art for dolls of horror Ooh, hi welcome <laughs> he's he's wonderful um he says who in the flippity fuck would want their child freezing them mid dookie or getting premonitions from santa <laughs> or getting premonitions that santa isn't real <laughs> that, got, that got really intense <laughs> yeah i was like of course dookie. we're gonna them. yeah <laughs> So that was wonderful. Um, and then on Twitter, uh, 23% said, yes, bind them. And 77 said, never magic is a gift. So, and that was out of 64 votes. And they say, Jared Draper says, I'm leaning towards no. However, I'd keep the option on the table if they lack the ability to control their powers, resulting in numerous casualties, or if they are repeatedly irresponsible with their powers. But I've, I'm going to counter that and say, all kids are irresponsible. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> yeah. going to do something stupid because they're kids. Yeah. They're going <laughs> to like accidentally kill someone at school. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Robertson says, no matter when they start, they're going to have beginner's mistakes and constantly learn and grow in the craft. Might as well learn when they're young and the stakes are lower. I would say like the stakes are higher though when they're, I mean, when, they're yeah. when they're younger. <laughs> so. Thank you. I don't know. Maybe he's thinking of like teenager craziness. Mm, that's true. Maybe. Hormones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Trauma. <laughs> and then <laughs> Isaiah Kasson says, depends on the gift, to be honest. for the mo- But for the most part, no, especially if something happens to the binder. So he thinks if somebody, something like the person who bound their powers dies, then they will be bound forever. But you see, Graham's died and they still got their powers. Yeah, that's true. So there's ways yeah. around it. There's ways around it. But yeah, so those are our results. Fun. Okay, so let's get into it. Silence. <laughs> Here are now the words of the witches. Today we are covering season nine, issue sixteen, the heavens 
Can Wait. This was published November 30th, 2011, written by Paul Ruditis, artwork by Dean Katz, colors by Michael Spicer, letters by Jim Campbell, art direction by Anthony Spey, and edited, edited by Paul Ruditis and Ralph Tedesco. <laughs> <laughs> so we had our cover art, David Seidman. This is the only one again. How do you feel about this cover? I like it. I think it's pretty cool looking. I think he has a way of making the girls look like the girls for the most part. So it's it's nice. I mean, Piper has her hands on her hips, just like she do. Yeah. <laughs> Paige is pointing to the sky. There's like the shadow of a, looks like a giant bird, but I guess it's angel wings. And we see Leo's face in the angel wings in the shadow. Of the oh, wings. I see you that. See it? I didn't see that before. Yeah. And wow. that's a picture from um, Valley of the Dolls, our season six premiere, when he was the gladiator. Oh. So, oh. yeah. Fine. Oh. oh. <laughs> Find the things. <laughs> now, Kevin, I want to remind you, you probably don't even remember saying this, and you probably meant it as very mysterious, but I can read you. <laughs> On one of our past episodes, you said the way Prue comes back is very much like an X-Men character. Oh, I did. So in my mind, <laughs> right away, I was like, Psylocke, it's Psylocke. She comes back like Psylocke. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, would you like to get us started? Sure. Let's read about Psylocke. <laughs> so, we're in the home. Well, I don't know. Like, I guess this, this is, is the work. This is Salem House. This is Salem House, yeah. Yeah. We're with White Lady Jugs, and she's talking to Sarah, and she's checking in, like, hey, just checking in. I'm worried that you didn't come in today. And they're having this conversation. And she's saying, no, I get it, but you've made real progress over the last few days, Sarah. And she says, well, don't give up. I expect to see you in the morning, but I can cancel my plans tonight if you need me. So long as you're sh you're sure, sounds like my date's early anyway, because there's a knock, knock, knock on the door, Kevin. Yeah. Knock, knock, N-O-K, knock. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird knock. <laughs> I was like, ooh, it's, a, it's aggressive. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. <laughs> And the next page, she opens the door for her date. And who is there but Cole? She's like, didn't anyone ever tell you? She's like, oh my gosh, what? <laughs> and she, and Patience is like shocked. She's like, I'm sorry. Tours ended at five o'clock. You'll have to come back tomorrow. Slam! <laughs> and, then, and then Cole pulls a Stephanie Tanner and says, how rude. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> How rude. <laughs> my mind went crazy at first. I was like, oh my God, there's a connection between Cole and Patience. Like, what the hell is going on? And yeah. then I read the next page. Yeah. <laughs> on the next page, Patience is like, it's okay. Don't overreact. And he, and Cole's outside. He says, that's no way to treat an old friend. And Patience <laughs> has like a scared, <laughs> orgasmy face. I guess. Like, <laughs> Say to me. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm compelled> you. <laughs> Suddenly Cole's inside and she's like, Who are you? What are you doing here? How did you get inside so fast? And Cole is he like, like went through the door or something. I don't know what he did, like face. Yeah, he like he like appeared burgers behind yeah. her. <laughs> and Cole's like, shut the fuck up, Prue. I know it's you, you know it's you. Everybody in this room knows it's you, so stop playing. It's like, oh. oh. <laughs> what, were your, what were your feelings after this reveal? 
Well, so right away, I was like, Patience was painted as such like a sketch person in the last episode. <laughs> so I'm almost like, I want to go back and read that again, knowing that she's Prue <laughs> to see like why I misread it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's also because we were in that vibe. Like that was like, that was the vibe we're getting the whole issue, you know? Yeah. Just, that was the lens we were having. But the, when I read it initially, because I knew or remembered, I'm like, this seems like a really sweet lady to this woman, you know, just trying to help her, you know? She, so, yeah, we just had a special lens going on when we were recording that day. <laughs> okay, okay. I think just any time in Charmed or someone who's, like, helpful to a witch, yeah. you're like, I don't trust right. you! I don't trust you! Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um... I mean, this does answer our question, like, how did she come back if she was birthed into a body? So that kind of gets away from that. She's the same age. And mm-hmm. like, I, even though I knew that you said she comes back blonde, I wasn't expecting it to be patient. So I was surprised. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The last page ends with, Leo, I found it. I found it. And we see Leo looking at this armor, like very, the you know, that Wonder Woman armor you were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> with the wings and everything. And the, and she's at magic school, and this lady, she's like a teacher. She's like, I was going through the books, and I, you know, I found something. And this lady's name is Bailey. He's like, calm the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't come running in here. You can't run in schools. Can't run with scissors. We shouldn't do that either. If we don't want the students to respect us. I'm like, oh, but what did you find? And she's like, a clue as to what you are now. You know, with your wings and stuffs. And she's like, I, I know who forged the sword. And she's looking through a magic school book, has all these weapons in it, and the sword is in there. Ooh. So on the next page, uh, Leo and Bailey continue their conversation. Leo's basically like, whoever made the sword, they're like, way dead by now. Like, there's no way that we're going to find anything. And Bailey's like, well, usually bladesmiths, like, it passed from parent to child so there's probably someone out there who's at least related to this person who made the sword so Leo's like okay so the descendant might have the answer and Bailey's basically like I'm way ahead of you Slowpoke because I found out that they are tucked away in a fortress in the Himalayas so we can go there and find this bitch named I guess Glynis Glynis yeah. Glynasis. I say Glynis. It's it <laughs> nice to me. <laughs> okay. We can find Glynis. And Leo says, Bailey, that's great. If I take the magic school portal, <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. <laughs> I was like, it's like a magic school bus on a portal. <laughs> so, Nepal, <laughs> I can fly there. <laughs> Run on the magic school portal. <laughs> Good times. And then. Leo says, um, I've been so afraid to use the wings and the sword, so I want to know more about them first and what they've made me. Like, what am I now? I need answers. And they're about to go into his office when, <gasps> who's there but Piper and the sisters? And Leo's oh, yeah. like, what are you doing here? And she's like, bitch, my sister can see the future. I know everything you're going to do before you do it. Right. And it was, he was going to say, whatever you do, don't tell. And he's like, Piper! Yeah. Like, oh. Hi, Piper! <laughs> it's like, I'm your wife. I know things. <laughs> right. Don't ever try to cheat on me. I will kill you. <laughs> so then we have... Um, <laughs> Leo explain, trying to explain, 
you know, why he needs to go. He's like, I'll be fine. And Piper's like, no, it's too dangerous. At least, you know, at least on your own. Don't, don't go by yourself. And he's like, but if we bring people, then it might scare Glynis away. And then Phoebe's like, I don't think she scares easily because she's been like keeping those weapons pretty secret and secure for a long, long time. So she's probably like really strong. And but Piper's like, Phoebe had a premonition and it didn't end well. So you need us. You can't go by yourself because if you go by yourself, you're dead. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, well, I guess that's fine. Okay. And so he says, Bailey, please keep an eye on the kids. We shouldn't be gone long. And he like busts out his wings. He busts out his sword. He's like, tonight we fly. (laughs) (laughs) On my beautiful wings. So yeah, it says, you have to leave now and forget that you ever saw me, which goes to our next page where it's still Cole and Patience. And Cole's basically like, your family is worried. They think you're dead. And she's like, my family, don't tell me Phoebe sent you. And he's like, no, bitch, your mom and Graham sent me. They're concerned that you basically, like, disappeared. You ran away from the up there's and you just started this life on your own and they don't know what's up with you. And Patience says it was for their own good. If they didn't know what I was doing, they wouldn't get in trouble. What? (laughs) And then, um... Cole says, you mean they wouldn't stop you? Prue, you can't just hijack a living body. Trust me, I've tried. Oh. Yeah. And Patience said, I didn't just randomly hijack a body. It's complicated. And she's like, don't you have better things to do now that you're dead? And he's like, I wish I did, but I have to help you because basically my soul is frozen in time. I can't move on. I can't grow or change. Not while I'm in this void between life and death. So mm. we get more on what Cole's uh, impetus is. <laughs> yes, the cosmic void, which, you know, one of the things that I mentioned in the bonus episode about alternate existence. See, I'm using my bonus episodes to get people informed about the comic books. See, you're so smart. I uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, and then, yeah. So this, and this is Cole continuing his story. He says, every time I make any progress, try to become a better person, my old demons take control again, figuratively speaking. I still love Phoebe, but I, and I can't let her go, no matter how much I've tried, no matter how much I want to. Which, you know, remember when we talked with Brittany, how she thought it was uncharacteristic that Cole was still after Phoebe. He thought he went moved on. This kind of explains that because. He's been trying to leave her, her behind. He's been trying to get her fixed with other people. He's been trying to like stop it, but something just always brings him back. Mm, which that which is, is consistent, and so you get both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a you look familiar moment here as well. It's funny, she's so familiar to me though. Reminds me of this old stray that used to hang outside my loft. Familiars, that's what I'm looking for. Have we met before? You look familiar. Because this like flashback of the day he met Phoebe. This is from the honeymoons over, wearing the exact same outfits that they wore. This shot didn't exist in the episode because really just she like turned and you see the back of her head where he's walking, so we don't actually see it look like this. They cheated, but it's still definitely <laughs> inspired by that episode. So that's cool. Yeah, you look familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's so yeah, Cole's just kind of reminiscing and kind of what was me in a little bit. And he's like, 
patience, Prue, whatever you are. <laughs> Tell me you don't know what it's like. And she's like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, it's worse for you because your spirit was actually allowed to move on, but you refused. So part of you is still trapped between life and death too, but for your own, because of your own thing, reasons. And she's like, you're always too smart for your own good, Cole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to preface this real quick. I've got problems coming up. We'll talk okay. about it, but I've got problems. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Next page. Um, Patience is still talking to Cole. And she's like, did mom tell you what it was like after I died? And he's like, I know it was not all sunshine and lollipops. And she says, it was hell. No, I've been to hell. This was worse. <laughs> She's so dramatic. <laughs> and she says it's that damned prophecy. The Charmed Ones, a family line culminating with the three most powerful witches the world has ever known. The magic of the Warren line was supposed to be at its strongest with us. But we never had the chance to fulfill that destiny. And as she's talking, she's drawing a triquetra on the table. Yeah, with some chalk, a red piece of chalk. Yes. Is this where the problems are, or is it later? Later. It's okay. starting in this page, but I'll talk about it later once it says what it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then we cut to this giant gate. It's not the vault gate, but it does seem kind of in that same vein. It's silver. And they've been at it. Leo and the girls have been trying to blast through this door for who knows how long. So we can't do anything. We can't kick it. We can't blast it. We can't sort it to death. So Paige is like, maybe we should, we should try knocking. <laughs> and then Phoebe's like, oh, yeah, why not? And Paige is like, no, I was kidding. Don't really do that. <laughs> but she goes, she knocks, like, bong, bong, bong. Like, she's probably really aggressive. Too. She's like, hello, hello in there. <laughs> Such a Phoebe thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the, you see that the door does open a crack. She's like, maybe we should rethink this. Premonition aside, maybe this woman doesn't get a lot of guests and would like some visitors. She's like, yeah, I think she's probably nice. And so she opens a crack. And then the door is open and they're confronted by all kinds of knives and tanks and swords and cannonball fodder, like crazy things. And she's like, I th and then Piper's like, I think she's the antisocial type. <laughs> So this is basically the Keyblade graveyard that they're stepping yeah. into. <laughs> yeah. See? Always Kingdom Hearts. Mm -hmm. I love it. So on the next page, we see our three heroes. And Paige is like, I can't orb us all over there. My orbies are kind of weird right now. There's like something pressing against me. And Leo's like, probably because this room is guarded against white lighters. Luckily, like you're only half white lighters. So you're still useful. Um, we just can't rely on your white lighter powers. So then um, he tells Paige to put a shield around them with her new powers. So she makes a bubble around all four of them. And then <laughs> I like how Piper's like, sweetie, can you lose the wings? Like, it's already like tight in here. <laughs> and he's like, I'd prefer not to, but I'll try. And he does. But I have a feeling it's going to come back. He's yeah. like... Honey, it hurts when you make me tuck them in. <laughs> like, they're so cramped in there. <laughs> so he's like, if I have my sword and not the wings, like it feels funny. It kind of hurts a little. Mm -hmm. So yeah. interesting. Mm -hmm. And Leo's like totally being boss bitch here because he's like, Paige, orb shield, Phoebe, levitation. And yeah. then 
the levitation just kind of like picks him up off the ground. And Phoebe's like, this is kind of the most they can do. And Piper's you're like, heavy, oh. you're all heavy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that extra. <laughs> and Piper's like, oh, and then Leo's like, Piper, air molecules, go. And Piper's like, I'll try. <laughs> yeah. And then the next page is a double spread oh. of them using their powers together. So Phoebe is doing her levitating. Paige has her orb shield. Piper's blowing up the air around them, so it's letting them go flying, like, like just zooming past all these things that are shooting at them. And then, this is I, this is how I know Paul Roditis is a fan of with The Wizard of Oz again, because he's like, Phoebe goes, anyone else feel like Glinda the Good Witch in her bubble? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and Paige can feel her orb shield getting weaker, which means there is a time limit on it. She can't hold it forever. So... And then he's like, we're almost there. Hang on. So yeah, you're right. Leo was kind of like the Cyclops, like giving everybody jobs to do. Yeah. He's pretty boss bitch right here. It's pretty cool. (laughs) But it is really cool to see them work together with their powers. Because I don't think we got to see them do this as often in the show. This is very much like collaboration. (laughs) Yeah. And part of me wanted to call bullshit on Piper being able to move the molecules. But then I was like, no, that actually makes sense. So I'm going to go with it. (laughs) Because she's not really moving them. She's just exploding them. And the force from the explosion is pushing them through the air. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. So on the next page, we get to Glynis. And she is this beautiful kind of buff uh, woman. She's like basically like the dynamic of a dwarf and a pirate like that's what yeah. she looks like <laughs> yeah i like that <laughs> yeah she's like who dares enter my armory without an invitation and leo's like i'm sorry we don't mean to intrude we just have a question <laughs> and she's like how is it you possess the imp imperial 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 okay. sword it's funny because the only other place I've seen this word is in Doctor Strange. She had to fight the Imperial. Imperial. <laughs> Such a weird yeah. word. It's weird. <laughs> and uh, Piper's like, you know what this is? And she's like, of course I do. It was forged by my ancestor over 2,000 years ago, but it was never to be used. <laughs> and Leo's like, tell us more about it. Obviously, you know, I need to know what I am. And she's like, well, obviously you're a white lighter because you can wield the sword. And he's like, well, obviously not. It's like a little complicated. <laughs> and then the next page has patience. I'm going to decide when I use patience and when I use proof. I'm going to say patience when she's like doing something with people that see her as patience and proof when she's talking to people that know she's proof. Okay, that's good. I like that because yeah so she says i have a date tonight so patience has a date tonight because the, per- the date person wouldn't know but when she talks to cole she's pr- <laughs> so then she so then um <laughs> prue tells cole she's like you didn't do anything to my date did you <laughs> he's like nothing permanent i'm like oh so he did do something interesting but yeah. he's, and he's like what would your ex think about your dating andy was it I'm like bitch bitch (laughs) right you bring up andy oh my god so i was like oh that was rude (laughs) (laughs) and then she's like 
Like you said, it's hard to move on when something's holding you back. And so she takes a crystal out of the bag that she's holding and puts it on the table with the Triquetra. And then she says, with the prophecy unfulfilled, I couldn't move on. Not entirely. Oh, sure. The angels of destiny allowed me to join my family in the beyond. And you see Patty and Grams welcoming her into the up there's. And she's like, I reunited with Andy. And we have this beautiful picture of Andy. Like, this hand out to her. Oh, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> and then she says, but part of me was still trapped between life and death. It was tearing my soul apart. I lashed out at everyone for no reason. Andy suffered the most, but he wouldn't let me go. <gasps> so would you say it was tearing her apart? When she's with you, <laughs> but when they were apart, she fills in two. <laughs> Is that what you said? No matter what I do, I feel the pain. <laughs> Who knew their song was about this moment? <laughs> it was. So I'm just well. It's it's just it makes me think because so she was still somehow torn between her destiny and you know dying, which brings back goes back to the point we made with Ashley about why she couldn't come back because if she even had a little bit of, in the real world with her sisters she would have been tempted to stay even more it was something that still was still tugging at her and you know she was she was in probably lots of turmoil and she probably hurt she was hurting Andy and that was hurting her too she's like I don't want to hurt Andy and so it was yeah and then and then she knew she had to leave him and Andy was kind of being relentless I could imagine how much trauma how much trouble it would have been yeah yeah it's i what we get over the next few pages is interesting it's just what's on this page i'm about to read is where i have a problem okay so i'm sure you can already kind of guess what i'm gonna say but let's go through it (laughs) yeah so uh prue continues to put out the stones and she says i thought if i helped piper and phoebe find Paige, the prophecy would transfer to Paige." so i like that they added that because it's like Paige always felt like she belonged with the mm-hmm. hollowells so it kind of shows prue was kind of that guiding light yeah. during that time which is pretty cool yeah to think about it because piper cast a spell to call her sister and maybe prue did get the signal but she kind of guide the signal to where she wanted to go instead yeah you know yeah i really like that that's yeah kind of like when grant we found out grams was like the guiding hand behind the book it's very right. reminiscent of that mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and then uh prue continues to say i left them alone without interference hoping their power would grow but the prophecy was meant for piper phoebe and me it was never supposed to transfer so as long as I still had a connection to the Warren line, I'd always be tied to my sisters, stopping them from realizing their full power. I had to go someplace to be alone. I chose a quiet corner of the astral plane. So what I'm not liking is the fact that we're kind of saying Paige is a janky replacement. Like she was never supposed to come in, so she's not as powerful and can't fulfill the prophecy. It kind of undermines her as a character. And maybe it's because, you know, because she is still between life and death. And that's probably why. If she was actually in the afterlife, if she actually stayed, like, dead where she's supposed to, then it would have transferred properly. But because she never really let go, she was still tied to it somehow. Which means she's still holding a piece of Paige's power that she, that she wouldn't okay. have. Wow, so Paige would be, like, really powerful. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. You've you've uh, made this a little less of a kick to the balls. It's like yeah. somebody tried to kick the balls, but they got my thigh instead. So it still hurts. <laughs> yeah. But not as bad. <laughs> right now, their their power, the telekinesis tron power, is split between them. Okay. Okay. Touche. And we also have a you look familiar on this page. Have we met before? You look familiar. Because we have a little flashback of when Paige became charmed with the chandelier glowing from Charmed Again. Yes. So a nice. So this was these you look familiars were very much like memories, like flashbacks of things that happened. They weren't like stolen. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, the next page, Cole's like, I suspect we didn't solve the problem though. She's like, if the problem was solved, do you think I'd be in this body right now? She because Prue goes on. She's like, I was feeling the bond tearing at me, holding them back. So exactly what I just told you. So yeah. And then, she, and I love this. She's like, how else do you think that little blonde and her sister were such a threat to the Charmed Ones? You know, if they had their full power, they could have beaten them so easy, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> Ultimate power my ass, she says. <laughs> like, yeah, Prue. <laughs> yeah, get it, mama. And I love because she knows she's not a blonde at heart. She's like, stupid blondes. I hate blondes. <laughs> <laughs> And then she said, I thought if I returned to the earthly plane and used my, my magic to help the innocent as it was intended, then maybe that would be make the difference that maybe I can still make this work. And she said, I found a witch that Karen, the soul collector, which we haven't seen since season one. This was the one yeah. with Jackson Ward and trying to she's like, I would like a witch's soul. Um, so I guess she stole this witch. <laughs> this was a witch named Patience. One of me that wasn't her name. Maybe her name wasn't Patience, but it was a w- blonde witch who she took her soul from and she was brain dead. So Prue's like, I'm just gonna take over that body, you know, why not? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> She's not wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is her. the part that's very Psylocke, because yeah, Psylocke did the same thing where she inhabited the body of an Asian woman, which later on in the frame of like cultural appropriation became kind of a problem and they reversed <laughs> it. But yeah, she took over a brain dead body. Yeah, see? Yeah. That's your sense. <laughs> Kevin, I have a little treat for you right now. Ooh, a treat. What? Imperial. Imperial. <laughs> there you go. That's we were right. Imperial. 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 <laughs> <laughs> go away, freaky person. <laughs> All right. On the next page, we have uh, Glynis, and she's like, wow, the sword must have uh, bonded with what was you, the remnants of you being a white lighter, which I I don't know. And she's (laughs) like, that may be a problem. And Piper's like, problem? Why is that a problem? And she's like, the Imperial sword wasn't meant to be wielded by a mortal. It's too powerful for any mere human. And Leo says, that makes sense because it did take a lot out of me while fighting Nina's army and my back has been killing me or was killing me for the next week. And then Glynis says, the wings were also created with the magical being in mind, so I'm surprised your puny human muscles could even <laughs> wield the sword. Puny human. <laughs> puny human. And then Piper says, is there some way to separate the sword from him and the wings? And Glynis says, no. Once they were fused <laughs> with the white lighter, it was intended they would belong there for eternity eternity <laughs> that was actually a song that was from the for the swan princess um credits <laughs> oh look at you <laughs> 
And she says, it's no surprise the elders don't recall what the sword represents. It comes from a time in their history they would sooner forget. So we're getting even more on the elders are assholes. (laughs) Yeah. And white lighter histories. So this next page tells the history of the elders and white lighters. And Glynis tells them when white lighters were first conceived, there was much debate over what role they would play. So the others are like, hmm, what will the white letters be? We don't do any fighting. Let's see. And so they actually were going to make them avenging angels with armor and sword slashing at their enemies, like destroying them <laughs> like warriors. Ooh. And the sword was to be their weapon. The wings part of their armor. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And we see like this picture of a white lighter doing just that slashing at red, demons with wings gargoyles <laughs> and then the next page is very biblical it's like this is like they took jesus and put some other random head on it and <laughs> you're right it's like jesus children, got a haircut <laughs> let me heal you it's ash wednesday kid here you go um, <laughs> so but it's, and she goes on she's like others felt they should only serve as guides mentoring the good beings of the magical community so it's like oh yes healing thoughts beautiful and then she says it was ultimately decided that white letters would be guides. So the sword and the armor were locked away until now. <laughs> uh, she's like, but as long as you like, don't call the sword to you, everything will be fine. You don't, you know, you won't be like winging, winging around and fighting things. It's like, but if you do use the sword and the wings, your life force will be drained <gasps> ever so slowly every time. Oh, gosh. And then Piper's like, well, it's a good thing our lives are so peaceful and there's never really a need for him to defend himself. (laughs) So this was her being, like, sarcastic, right? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay, good. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, like, that will ever never happen. (laughs) (laughs) And then it says, if there is some way to separate you from the sword and the wings, I'll let you know. I'll I'll keep an eye on it. And so she's going to try that. And then Leo's like, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And then we have this little blurb of Prue talking. The bond with my sisters was back immediately. And this new body, every time I use magic, I feel it. But that's not all. It didn't take long for me to realize I was growing stronger. All the while, I could feel uh, Piper, Paige, and Phoebe. And they were growing stronger as well. Winky face. This kind of explains why their powers have been growing in the comics. Which yeah, is cool. so quickly and so close together. Yeah. And um, uh, Cole, I had to go through all the guys' names in my head real quick. Cole is like, but then why are you hiding, bitch? <laughs> You're all getting stronger. Why are you hiding? <laughs> and she's like, you really don't understand prophecies, you idiot. She's like, Melinda Warren didn't prophesize a power of four. She prophesized a power of three. Yeah. Okay, interessant. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's interesting because... <laughs> You know, while she was, when she came back to Earth, they all got stronger because they're all getting closer. All the powers are back together in the same plane of existence now. And that's why mm-hmm. giving giving them the power burst. Some of that some of that power is returning back to the power of three. And, but you see here too, Prue here is like lifting a car, which is really, because before she couldn't even lift a statue. So now she's lifting a car with oh, her powers. So she, right. her powers were even stronger. Um, so because of that, I'm going to make today's power play. Uh, 
power play. So today's power play is telekinesis. It's something we see a lot in the show. Telekinesis is the ability to move objects with the mind. It can be channeled through the eyes or the hands. Uh, it is one of the most common powers. Like everybody and their mother can do it. Um, but it's the most versatile <laughs> powers possessed by magical beings as well. Uh, the strength of telekinesis varies depending on the strength and skill of users. A lot of practice and concentration will improve the precision and accuracy, as well as the distance and weight that objects can be moved. There are, just like when with Phoebe had all those different ways that her power can like manifest, there are lots of abilities developed through telekinesis. So let me go over those. Uh, they can simulating levitation. Telekinetics can use the powers to levitate themselves for a short period. I mean, Jean Grey does it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but in Charmed, they are unable to achieve sustained hovering. But Prue did use this in Wrestling with Demons when she was like lifting herself up to fight, kick the kickbox the demons in the face. It's like Matrix style, you know, or when yeah. she had the empath. So she was using that simulating <laughs> levitation then. <laughs> Uh, Matthew Tate used it also as well when he like jumped out of Prue's office and he's like, I'm just going to jump out this window and just like shoulder my fall <laughs> so I can land safely. He also, telekinesis can give them a super strength in a sense. Use the like pack power behind their punches so they add a little bit of telekinetic power to their fighting. She punched out guys left to right. She's like, boom! And especially when she turned to the man, she was like really punchy. She's like, I'm going to use my telekinesis on these guys and start a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's enhanced agility by applying the power to their own bodies. They can become inhumanly agile, able to perform feats such as superhuman jumps and leaps without much effort. This is like what also what uh, Billy did when she like hopped over the stairs randomly. <laughs> crazy. <Yeah. moves. laughs> so they enhance their agility with just telekinesis, athletic maneuvering and stuff. Uh, <laughs> then there's deviation, which is pretty much just redirecting attacks. It's often confused with deflection. Prue even, even calls it deflection once, but it's just deviation. So changing the direction. You can strangulate and <laughs> uh, crush people's <laughs> like organs. <laughs> Strangle your, point or your opponent, crush their skulls, heart, and other stuff. This is, you know, Chris did it with the Valkyries. Wyatt did it to Chris. It's pretty much the Darth Vader thing, but you can do that with telekinesis too. There's advanced telekinesis. When you you can like move multiple and heavy objects at once, so you just have a really great strength. Or you have like a giant wave of telekinetic energy that causes great destruction, causing objects to explode by putting lots of pressure on them. That's what she did in Morality Bites. And lastly, telematerialization, which is just like telekinetic orbing, allows the user to teleport objects from place to place. It requires visuals and you have to you have to see which objects you want to move and where you want to teleport it to. But Prue only did it one time, and in this comic, I guess too. Hmm. Oof, but yeah, lots Oof. of telekinetic stuffs. So we see Prue lift the chalk drawing of the trick picture that she made and the four crystals that she put out, and she's like spinning them around in a beautiful red circle with all the colors. And she says, "Paige and I share one of three... Linda's three powers. So they explain it all in this comic book. <laughs> mm -hmm. Piper and Phoebe have the other two. That's the only way the power of three could continue on without me. If we ever got together, I doubt it would make us stronger. Interesting. It would probably weaken them because I, I don't know. Because, so she comes to Earth and they're stronger maybe because the power is 
is on the plane, but if they're all together, it's too close. That part I don't get. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, think I- she's basing it on the idea that each of these four crystals represent the sisters. So I think what yeah. we're seeing is she brings them together and they explode. So she's basing it just on that. But I think if you're too close in a situation, you get freaked out and make a lot of questions. But when you're like away from the situation like us, we're like, bitch, that doesn't even make sense. Because <laughs> being away from it certainly isn't helping either. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess she's afraid if they're too close, they'll crash and, and destroy each other. Maybe because she's thinking if they fight together as the power of four or whatever. Like, as long as you know, they're stronger on the same plane, but as long as if they try to, like, merge their powers together and try to make it the power of three, it will become disastrous. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's just a little odd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she tells Cole, uh, I have to keep my distance from all the wards. It's the only way to keep my family safe. So she is thinking about them, as Prue always does first. And she just tells him, she holds his hand. She's like, you have to keep my secret. You're the only one who knows I'm here and that I'm back. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) He's like, I definitely won't. I'm trustworthy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So on the next page, we see um, Bailey come running in and she's in like the school office. She's running into, I don't know if this is the headmistress or the person in charge. But um, she's like, hey, I just found another witch. It's Sarah. She lives in Salem, Massachusetts. And the lady's like, Salem, how fitting. And Bailey's (laughs) like, it gets better. She works at the witch house. (laughs) (laughs) She's a witch. (laughs) What a funny joke this is. It's like two on the nose. (laughs) And the headmistress says, that is funny. (laughs) And then everybody's laughing. And then she says, thanks, that makes half a dozen potential new students. And then suddenly she like, it's like, oh, my God, I need to pick up my kids. We'll talk about this tomorrow. (laughs) And as she's like awkward running out of the office, Bailey's standing next to a mirror. And she answers, yes, family time is so very important. But plot twist, we see Rennick in the mirror. He's holding the crystal and he's saying the same thing as Bailey. So we see that he's controlling Bailey with that, um, mm-hmm. the lady with the like angular face, the stark face. The yeah, seer. Alexi. 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 Sexy Alexi. Sexy <laughs> Alexi. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this headmistress, that's Paige. I don't know if you oh, that's that. Paige? Uh huh. I did not see that. <laughs> it like Paige. I know. So Paige, it's hard. <laughs> I guess like the jump from where was Paige last? Because they're they're with Glennis, so they're all there. So yeah. it's kind of they're, they're home now, and she's back at the school. But it is kind of a quick jump. But yeah, okay, yeah. I wish she said like Paige. I have I another one for the list. <laughs> right. Oh, I made but, fun yeah. of the way Paige runs. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and that's the end of the issue. <laughs> so, so I have a feeling we're going to get something where like Paige and Prue count as one. Like maybe when they hold hands, like North star and Aurora, their power flows together through them. <laughs> it's like Kyrie and nominate running down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how did you feel about this issue overall? 
Um, I liked it. I like that we finally get an answer on Prue. And it is like an interesting question that comes up. You know, if she's back alive, what happens if it's power of four? How is this going to resolve? How does it still work as power of three? Like, can she be by the sisters? I think she can. But I think it's an interesting plot point. They really thought through... Um, not just, oh, let's just bring her back, but the problems that could arise right. with bringing her back. And a lot of people are angry. I mean, I mean, most fans are very happy to see Prue back, but a lot of, like, Ashley, she does not like this. Um, but the way that they go about it, I think it is very respectful and and make sure there is some complications around it. So, yeah, I mind it, it kind of reminds me of when they brought Don into Buffy and, like, they explained it within the show but people still had a lot of issue around that. Like fans were very split on thinking Don was a very smart addition. And some people like, no, I hate Don. Yeah. All right. For me. Yeah. I really enjoyed my time with this one. Um, Cause even though we aren't getting the Prue in the way we want her, I think the writing certainly feels like Prue. It feels like stuff she would say. And I, I'm feeling the character a lot. And I love that afterlife insight. Like that we got, we got a little bit of explanation about what she went through after she died, which I think is really important for us to know and to really relate to her and feel for her. And I mentioned, I like the Cole over Phoebe stuff. We get to see some of his backstory too. So we get to get some emotions in here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I love the team Leo ball. That was really cute. The combination of powers was fantastic. (laughs) And I think the new information on white letters is fascinating. So I, I enjoyed it. Well, you also hate the elders, and it's tied to the elders, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, why why are these elders so sucky? Just oh, goes to show they always were like that. Uh, any canonical issues? Canonical. No, I think if anything, this adds to the lore. I mean, the only problem I have, of course, is like kind of neutering Paige, saying that she's not as powerful. But like, I like the way you explained it, so. I am very satisfied right now. All right. Good. <laughs> uh, I have one thing. It's, um, you know, so we're still going with Leo having residual white later. We weren't joking oh, yeah. about that. Oh, okay. So that's what's happening in the comics. <laughs> I hate it. I hate that. Like, no. I, it's like, yeah, you bring it up. Okay, fine. Like, haha. But this is what's really happening. You're really saying that there's, there's white layer left in him that made him bond with the sword and stuff. Like, could you have come up with something else? <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just didn't like that uh and then i talked about how the cosmic void and the astral plane were all mentioned in this and i'm like yeah check out that bonus episode if you haven't yes Learn. uh next is tips for future white lighters oh really just messengers guides think of us as guardian angels for good witches Tips for tips future, future wives. I was out being a force of good in the universe. What's the moral, you think? Um, I'm going to go from Prue's point of view. I think the lesson here is like not to overthink, not to get into your head too much. And like you just have to experience it to see kind of what happens. Like hiding from her sisters isn't getting her anywhere. She needs to just confront it. Mm-hmm. my tip is everyone is looking for their place in the world and it's a constant search 
as people change, as the world changes, you have to find where you fit in every time. And it's not always in the places you would think. So there you go. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Next is Ooh, Anamanapia. Um, I'm going to go with just because it's janky. Like you took out letters. How janky. Knock, knock. And okay. And okay. Fuck you. Where's the rest of the word? <laughs> nook, nook. That was my nook, two. Nook. I, I picked that one. It, it, just, it made me like, like, hmm. Just a second. Do a double take on that. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, most valuable panel. So my most valuable and my sexiest are kind of like for the same reason, okay. but they're different. My most valuable, I'm going to go with when um, Leo is directing the hamster ball of magic. This image where it's like all four of them within and Phoebe's trying to like lift it. I just think that's so cool to see the way they can all work together. It shows off each of their powers in that one panel and Leo's holding the sword. So it tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, my most valuable is the floating triquetra and the four crystals. I just thought it was beautiful and it was like cool. And it just, I think it's very reminiscent of what the issue is about at its core through symbolism. And yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. All you need. Okay, tell me about your sexiest. Sexiest, also a very heartwarming family moment. I love this image of um, Leo's got his wings out. He's like, sun's out wings out and then (laughs) we've got the three sisters in front of him he's holding the sword and they're talking to bailey i just love that image again showing like our main characters they all look like cool i told you i love guys with wings so this does look funny (laughs) nice i can see that that's really uh, close together like birds of a feather again you know i love it Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my sexiest drawing. I'm bringing it back to Kingdom Hearts again for some reason. <laughs> but like Andy holding his hand out to Prue in the up there's, it reminded me very much of like Riku holding out his hand in the water <laughs> to Sora. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like Andy was cute. He was cute in the show, and it's just like him, you know, welcoming you, saying I missed you, like I got you. What a great, beautiful image. And then Prue's like, fuck you, I want to live again. Bye. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For a shame. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, issue ranking. Would you give this magically delicious, pretty witchin, a sorcerer's apprentice, disenchanting, or vanquishable? Um, when I read this one, I'm sure it's not like the height of what one of these comic issues can be. So I'm not going to give it top marks but i'm gonna give it pretty witching because i like that Prue's back we get a cool explanation and we get like so many more questions so good very good issue yeah i agree i'm at pretty witching too yeah it's it's made me happy i liked you know that things are finally getting in gear and you know because you know i'm i am very much a Prue slut this is like the final revelation i'm like uh and we get to kind of talk and get this act in motion. Ugh. Yeah. Next is P is for pole. Prue! Piper. You mean it's it's just you and Prue, huh? Phoebe? Phoebe, you there? And a big hello to you too, Penny. Come on, Patty. The rest is up to them. Paige. My name is Paige. 
Another P, imagine that. P is for pole. And my question for this one, or for next week, is would you prefer if white letters were the Avenging Angels, or do you like them as the pacifist guides? Definitely as Avenging Angels, because I like the idea of, like, heaven having some teeth. There's no, like, completely, like, pacifist (laughs) place, you know what I mean? Like, there's got to be some nitty-gritty, and that'd be cool to see the angels fighting. Yeah, especially when you're in, like, battle mode, like, all the time, you know? Yeah. I I would have liked, actually, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to say I want both. I want them to be, like, subsects of white letters. So you can mm-hmm. choose if you want to be a, a Avenger or uh, or a guide and, you know, where where your talents lie the most, where the best, you know? Touché. But I, I do think they should exist. Avenger Angels should exist. Yeah. All right, Sean, tell us what's next. Issue 17, Family Shatters. <laughs> <laughs> so we see like this book is laid out with pictures of our girls our charmed ones and like the pages are fluttering all over the place and there's a hand using magic on the book it says a seemingly innocent encounter will have disastrous effects on the charmed ones as the final piece of Renick's plan falls into place while Leo goes after his old arch nemeses, Piper, Phoebe, and Paige must deal with the vision from the past that can destroy their future. I know what's going to happen. I know what's what? happening. Tell I get it now. <laughs> so I think Rennick knows that Prue is back. I think he knows that she's patient. I think he knows that she's working at the witch house. So that's why they're like, oh, cool, Sarah. This will make the Charmed Ones come into an encounter with Prue and fuck them up. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Look at you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> cool. I'm, I'm excited to get into that. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. All right. So that is the end for Reels. Tell the peoples where they can follow you. Cool. You can follow me mostly on Instagram under... S-H-A-W-N dot P-O-R-R-E-T-T. That'll take you to the link tree where you can find Once Upon a Cult. We're back. Marvelous Galaxy of Disney. We're back. Are my book, Witches Brew, on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And you can find Sean and I on Solving for X. I just surprised him with some really great drag race <laughs> guests. We had Dex <laughs> exclamation points and we had Rockham Sakura on there. So... <laughs> Do I check those? I was out? so Twitter painted, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Still gleaming, I can see. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can follow this podcast at Words of the Witches, all the places uh, except for Twitter. That's Words of Witches. You can uh, go to wordsofwitches.threadless.com for merch. Be sure to rate and review on Apple and Spotify, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Blessed be. Blessed be all that jazz. Your destiny still awaits. (laughs) All that jazz.